0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to broadcast today. I got a great sermon entitled The Sight of Vision. Let me tell you what vision is. It's the mother of inquiry. Are you ready to bring to pass your vision? Are you ready to do it? Number one, you have to be an investigator of what? The facts of yourself and of the maker of all things. That's what I mean. So you'll understand that vision when it's it's presented to you. Remember this, vision is the mother of inquiry. Call a friend. Tell them to turn that television on. My God, they're going to learn something today. Get a pencil and a pad. Take take some notes because your vision must come to pass. You have a right to it, and God gave it to you. So watch this and be blessed. This is just part one. Watch and receive. As I read Exodus chapter 3, verse 1, I got to give you a little update. Moses has messed up. He's a prince of Israel. He has great passion, but he doesn't have great principle. See, sometimes passion needs to be controlled by principle. He was a prince. He knew all the scientific things of Egypt. Very smart, very intelligent. He found out who his biological people were. And saw some slave person or someone that, that was taken care of, beaten up, and he got mad about it. And if you don't think he was worried about it, that's in Exodus too. He killed this guy, but he looked to the left, he looked this way, and he looked that way to make sure that nobody was seeing what he's doing. His passion was out of control because his principle—he wouldn't allow his principle to function because no one can take life unless Pharaoh says that whether you are prince of Pharaoh or not. So he hides him in the sand, you know, all that kind of stuff. See, and it's wonderful to be passionate and passionate about things, but you must have principle about it. Because principle will control the passion so you don't do things that you will regret. Well, you know the story, he gets kicked out and runs out of Egypt. And he's tired of it. And he met a guy named Jethro. Now, remember, he's very scientific. He's smart. He knows all the arts of of, of Egypt. He's brilliant. But he decided to rest himself because he knew Pharaoh would kill him. You don't break Pharaoh's law. So we start there on the site of vision. Vision is the mother of inquiry. I want to read verse 1. Now, Moses kept the flocks of Jethro, his father-in-law. The priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Now, the sages say that the sheep went to that side. If you understand the Torah and Rambam and all these great sages and people that the Jews just look up to, like we look up to the Apostle Paul, the Christians, and, and Apostle Peter, well, they got there apostles, sages. And they say that God caused the sheep to go to that side. But I'm going to kind of agree with what the Bible said. He led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God. Watch this. Now, because there was green pastures there. Verse 2, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame... Of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. That interested Moses. How can this bush burn and not be consumed? That's the scientific part of it. Now, I want you to get that. He's in a good mood. To see a great vision, you got to be in a good mood. The sheep are eating well. The goats are eating well. Things are looking up. He's got a wife that was given to him. He's satisfied. He's in a good mood. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. All of a sudden, he sees something that he hadn't seen and it. It, it, it pricks his intellectual activity, his range in research, his induction and in reasoning. I want to know about this. So he walks over there and I'm going to read verse 2. And the angel of the Lord, what was his name? We know the name of the. The sages know the name. And then angel, and I'll deal with that later on. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, Notice, nothing don't happen till you say something. See, vision is the mother of inquiry. He says, I will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush is not burnt. So now he's going to see the other side of the bush. Yet the angel of the Lord, Metatron, is there. Zignaya is there. And he sees it burning. He says, got to see the backside of this thing. He's not thanking God at all. Nothing. He ain't got God on his mind at all. He's thinking, I want to know why this bush ain't burning. The sight of a vision. Vision, the mother of inquiry. So he goes over there. Now, I love this next verse. Let me read verse 3 again. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight while the bush is not burning. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, The angel's not talking. Now God, Yahweh, called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. Write this down. To understand a great sight or vision, you must be in a good mood. You got got to be ready to be surprised. You can't be nervous and stressed out because you're about ready to see the beginning and the ending of your life or your vision. He's in a good mood. Sheep are eating well, getting fat. Everything's good. Then something happens that catches his attention. Now notice God is there before Moses gets there. So to understand a great sight or a vision, you must be in a good mood. So he's in a good mood. He said, I'm going to turn and see. Now, God is waiting for you to do something. We're all waiting for God to do something. When he's already done everything he's going to do, all you got to do is to get his attention is do something. He said, I will turn around and see this great sight. Verse 4, when the Lord saw that he turned aside, God called on him out of the midst of the bush and said to him, Moses, Moses. He said, here am I. It's amazing how God knew his name. But Moses didn't know God's name. Now he's on the other side of the bush. God's speaking now. Yahweh, vaheh. Or if you take the vowels out if you want to know how it sounds. It's you go figure it out. Because you got to have vowels to make a sound. The name that cannot be uttered. He turned around to see a sight. Vision inquired that. Vision is the mother of inquiry. Let me see what's going on. When God called me into the ministry, I said, oh. And I was like Moses. I'll get into all the excuses later on. But I said, oh, it was, let me look at this. Let me see this. Because at the time that God called me, I didn't know if I believed in God. I was not an atheist, but I was becoming very agnostic. Because most of the Christians I knew never got nothing done. Because they spent too much time fighting each other. I didn't think Christians would fight each other, but they sure did. So write this down. Some have no vision because they haven't taken time or haven't taken the trouble to turn aside to see him. I always had a supernatural thing in me that I want to see God. Not so I know that he's real. But I wanted to talk to God. People ask me all the time, how long do you pray? Now I'm shocking you when I say that. I don't pray a lot. I don't. Y'all shocked by that, aren't you? But I have a lot of conversations with God. I had one today in my study. Praying is good. Usually praying is always asking, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. And all of a sudden you kind of become, you get real religious. I say, oh, Lord Jesus. I said, Jesus, hey, Jesus. He's going, whoa, you ain't got to get that loud. I hear you. <laughs> Sometimes you, you think God can't see you unless you got a Pentecostal jerk on you. Oh, yeah, Lord. You know, whatever it takes to get his attention. What gets his attention is if you turn to see this sight. Some have no vision because they haven't taken the trouble to turn aside to see him. Now, when he does that, that's when God speaks. So I have a lot of conversations with the Lord. What do you mean conversations? Because, see, I wanted more than a relationship. I want a fellowship. How many times I've said this, hey, Lord, what you doing? He said, watching you. (laughs) He said, what are we going to do today, Jesse? Jesse. I said, God, you don't know what you're gonna do? He said, You my hands. You my feet. You my mouth. Aren't you an imitator of me? Yeah. What are we gonna do today, Jesus? He said, what are we gonna do? I said, Well, bless God. Come with me. He said, I'm with you. Yeah. Conversations. Hey, Lord, what do you think about this? Well, to tell you the truth, I've asked all kinds of, I mean, some of the most phenomenal questions that Lord, you know, I want to know about this and that. And he'd say, okay, let's talk. One time I said, Lord, I cannot preach on the Ten Commandments unless I see you writing it with the finger of God. He said, would you like to go back in time and see that? Now, whether you believe it or not, don't make no difference. I said, yeah, and I was there, and I saw it. He said, I'll never forget the last word he told me out of that vision was, I'm good, I'm I said, you good, Jesus. <laughs> you are good. My Power. Power. See that's inquiry. Vision is the mother of inquiry. I want to know. I don't want to just believe. I don't like I'm believing, I'm believing, I'm believing, I'm believing, I'm believing. I'm standing on the word, standing on the word. I'm st- I think I'm believing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to get this crazy thing to work. No, I want to know in whom I have believed, because when you know, you receive. When you're willing to take time to see the sight and get beyond intellect and deal with the spirit of who you are, you're going to see some great things, and you're right in the midst of all of it. Because you see, God never, ever thinks, never stops thinking of us, because we, as children, we're not as adults. Children are born believers till you teach them the doubt. Till you break your word to them, they go, Well, I don't know, mama, you said that, but. God don't use these conjunctions that mankind uses. See, vision is missed through laziness. Vision is missed through indifference. Vision is missed through unwillingness. What are you willing to do? How much of you, Jesse, do I own? I had the. How much of you that I I had that I can mold into clay and make a vessel of honor? How much do I have of you? I say everything. Then he said, "Give me all your money." I said, "I'm yours to command," and I did. Twice in my life. It was a great day, and the first time I did it was a chunk of money. Because I was a rock musician. Let me tell you, some of you young people, your mama was screaming for me in the 70s. (laughs) Because I worked on the same circuit, Led Zeppelin, Grand Funk, Kiss, you name it, I did it. But when I got born again, God said, "How how much of you do I have, Jesse? Do I have your spirit? Do I have your heart? Yeah. But do I have your soul? Do I have your mind? Do I have your will? Do I have your emotion? Uh, Do I have your body? Do I have all of you? Are you willing to do what I say? Vision is missed through laziness. Vision is missed through indifference. Vision is missed through unwillingness. See, Moses didn't have any of that. So I gave God all my money. I didn't know nothing about sowing and reaping I thought, well, we've been poor before, Kathy. And when I said, listen to me, people, when I say all my money, I went to Jody's piggy bank and emptied out the coins. And I told Kathy, the only way we can go is up because we ain't got a (laughs) dime. And God began to bless us. That was the easy part. Three years later, this was a rough one because I'd bought a house, financed it mortgage, you know, bought a car. And then one day out in the yard, Jesse, I know that voice. Yes, Lord, give me all your money. Oh. Because see, before that, I didn't worry about house notes. I could buy the house. But now I got a regular job like everybody else. Jules Bokeh, my brother-in-law, who should have been my brother. How many times he'd come to my house? I had a 910 foot square house and you don't think I lived on a street? It was called Helya Street. 104 you And we were tired. And Jules was an atheist then. We'd put that tithe jug on that piano and Jules said, you need that money, man. I said, no, we're giving it to God. We're it to God. <laughs> you know, Jules said, no, y'all need that money. No. And the Lord said, give me all your money. First, my mind almost went to this. Well, how am I going to pay the house note? I, a, and I stopped it. I said, I just found out that there's some parts of me you don't own. Don't shout me down. What parts of you that God doesn't own? Ooh. See, that's laziness, that's indifference, that's unwillingness. And I said, stop in the name of Jesus. I give it all to you. And Brother, I had an Abraham day that day. And when I finished doing all that, <laughs> I had sweat running down the back of my leg, and it wasn't through being hot. It was, oh, Jesus. But I had an Abraham moment because thou has done this and not withheld from me what you needed. I'm going to bless you in the city. I'm going to bless you in the field. I'm going to bless you going in. I'm going to bless you going out. And the next week somebody gave me a car. And six months later, Jules bought me a brand new van. I thought I should have done this years ago. (laughs) Something happened. I turned to see this great sight. And God spoke. And I've never been lazy since. I've never been indifferent since. And I've never been unwilling since. I asked the Lord a few years back. I said, are you going to ask me for all my money again? He said, no, never, ever again. I said, why? He said, you passed the money test. That's so far behind you now. I said, okay, God, here we go. Write this down. Vision, Or the closer we come to the vision, the nearer we advance to the secrets of God. The closer we come to the vision, the nearer we advance to the secrets of God. What is God's secrets? If you go to verse 5, God says, Draw not nigh hither, but put off thy shoes from off thy feet. Why? God doesn't allow dead things to be around him. He's too much life. And the shoes are leather, which is dead animals. All right. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Jesus said, told his disciples, when you go out preaching, don't go with your sandals on. Go read that. It's in the New Testament then it will sometimes say, you can put your sandals on here. In other words, there can't be any death between you and your vision. Any death between you and your God. See, the closer we come to the vision, the nearer we advance to the seekers of God. And I said this, and Andrew Womack loves this when I said that at his school. And some of you have heard me say it, and I felt let the Lord say it now. I'll never forget one time, I always do my, my devotions in the morning. And to make a long story short, I went in my study, and I closed the door, and I said, Oh, Lord, I can't thank you. Lord, I reverence your holy name, because you didn't put your name on me. Your name is on Michael. Your name is on Gabriel. But when you created man, you put your name in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So Yahweh is inside of me. Do you understand that? Plus, I got Metatron. I got Zainai. I got those angels that are waiting for a command for me to speak. I thought some of you ain't getting what I'm saying. Listen to me. This is vision.
1: Welcome to Glorious Moments. Jesse and I are so blessed when we receive testimonies of people that have been reached and the lives that have been changed by the wonderful gospel that God called us to proclaim to the world over 43 years ago. We know you enjoy them too, which is why I love to read them on the broadcast, like this wonderful testimony from Facebook. Thank you so much for both of you in the ministry. I am free because I came back to the Lord. Thanks to your teachings from JDM, I recommitted my life because I can finally know all the truth in the Bible by your ministry. I have made covenant my church. You know, at JDM, we want the whole world to know that Jesus came to remove every burden and give the free gift of salvation to whosoever believes in him. Like this precious testimony that came to us from Indiana. Says, I am 67 years old. I was raised in a church, and I can honestly say that in the pandemic, I totally surrendered to Jesus, and I have not looked back ever. Your teachings are from God. I watch every Sunday morning service. At this point, we haven't found a church family. I read as well as worship with the word daily. It is amazing that when you know, you know. God bless both of you. I am trying to get to one of your services in July. Glory. Thank you both for doing the work you do. I love that. You know, Jesse and I are so thankful to God for every life that's been impacted through our ministry since we began preach, excuse me, reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time. You know, the Passion Translation of Psalm 68:19 declares: what a glorious God. He gives us salvation over and over. Then daily he carries our burdens. We're so thankful to God for every precious life that's been forever changed by accepting Jesus' free gift of salvation. Now that is something to celebrate. God bless you today.
0: A vision always starts with a dream. Do you see yours? Break free from the boundaries of natural thinking and ignite your vision. Your vision isn't where you are. It's where you're going. Faith and divine direction can bring it to completion. Your vision is calling you. Make your vision a living reality. Jesse Duplantis's 2021 Visionary Conference, July 15th and 16th. I hope you're planning to be here at this year's Visionary Conference. I'm going to be looking for you. It's vitally important that you have spiritual nourishment and spiritual nutrition. And it's Thursday, July the 15th at 7 p.m. And then Friday morning at 10 a.m. July the 16th. And at 7 p.m. the same night, July the 16th. Right here at JDM International Headquarters in Destrehan, Louisiana. That's a suburb of New Orleans. As always... Admission is free. Go to jdm.org to register. Notice that people say, you mean you're not going to charge charges? No, we don't do that. Praise God. We bless people. God has a wonderful fresh word for you. And I don't want you to miss this conference. I mean, God told me to put it on and people from all over the world have been coming. Even during the COVID thing, we had one of the biggest ones we ever had. And that was last year. Isn't that something. There's a great vision ahead of you. Like I said in today's message, some people have no vision because they don't take the trouble to turn aside to see him. Take the trouble. Let me say, it's very important that you have conversations with God. I know you pray to God, and that's good, but how about just go sit wherever you do your prayer and say, Lord, how you doing? What's going on today? Oh, glory to God. And have conversation. He's a father and his family. I'm telling you, he's unique and he wants to talk to you. Can I pray for you right now? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for people right now that their vision explodes in their mind and they see it physically, Lord. I thank you for touching them today, spiritually, physically, financially, every area of their life, because they have a right to it, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. You need to come to this Visionary Conference. I'm not just trying to get you to come so I can, so I can count numbers. You need to complete your destiny and reach your destination. God put you on this earth for something, and it should be done. Don't you think so? I believe you do. Pardon what can I say to you? You have been so faithful with your faithful financial support. My Lord, in 45 years of preaching, we've never had a financial deficit. You know why? I trust you, you trust me, and we both trust God. My Lord, I got to say it again. I trust you, you trust me, and we both trust God. It's just such a blessing to trust God, trust you, and trust myself. And I tell you what, thank you. Nothing too small and nothing too big. we got some big projects going on even as we speak. But that's what we're about, reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. Also, for your July partnership, you can get my message, Sin-Free Living. Lord to God, this message is going to change your perspective and change your life. You know, you hurt all your life. You've got to sin every day. That's a lie. You really can enjoy true freedom. Whom the Son has set free is free in, indeed. That's what Jesus said. My God, let's believe what Jesus said instead of what they say, okay? How, how do I get all that? Go to jdm.org for all the ordering information and you will be blessed. And I mean that sincerely. I can't thank you enough, partners, for what you do. You know, people give me all kinds of compliments and I say, and I said, let me tell you something. This could not happen without our faithful financial partners. It just can't. All this you see here, all this... Is done, debt-free to the glory of God. I'm going to say it again. The reason why we haven't had a deficit, I trust you. You trust me, and we both trust God. God gave me that not too long ago, and I've been saying it ever since because it's such a blessing. I want to thank you for joining me for this week's broadcast. I mean that sincerely. You have been such a blessing. You don't have to watch, but you do, and I can't thank you enough. And don't forget to tune in next week. For part two of the sight of vision, I'll be teaching you how vision is the mother of direction. First, it was the mother of inquiry. Now it's the mother of direction. Think about that. My God. See, because if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to know when you get there. People say, but Jesse, why have you been so successful? I'm not bragging about that because I know where I'm going and I know what I'm going to do when I get there. Why? Because I understand the vision God gave me. Partners, I pray for you, me and Kathy, every day for a 30, 60, and 100 fold. Get that vision in your mind, and you'll never have another financial problem the rest of your life. That's what Jesus said. It's in red. Don't worry about what they say. except what Jesus said. Until then, partners, thank you for supporting this ministry. Kathy and I are praying for you every day. Never a day go by that we don't pray for our partners. We love you. See you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I never learned to doubt. You will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt, it's my new book. Get it today.
1: You can broadcast the wonderful works of God right where you are. Mark your calendars for Kathy Duplantis' 2021 Glorious Conference. Join us October 1st and
0: 2nd. Visit JDM.org for more information. Direction must have an unruffled inward calm and self-possession what moses should have said i am yours to command because you can't do nothing without god that's why god called the holy spirit a comforter and if you do that you'll get into the comfort and the and the hard things become easy because you quit trying to make it happen